Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Undeniably, cabin fever was going to set in at some point for everybody somewhere along the line, right? Like so I have a cat who lost I have a friend who lost a game of go fish against her cat. Is that indicate that cabin fever is set in for them? I, I would say so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't a, normally play go fish against her cat. As an only child, I played a lot of games uh, pretending to be multiple people because, you know, mom didn't have the time to play risk or whatever with me every time. And, sure. uh, you know, just going to have to pretend to be other people and try to beat and hopefully my favorite color wins kind of thing. So I get it. But. Um, adults are going to want to do things like go to movies. I'm a little miffed that my Black Widow movie has been, the can's been kicked down the road and we have no idea when I'm going to get to watch this. Well, they Um, could just release it to Netflix. They could, but I suspect they have probably some contracts that are in place with the movie theater companies. Oh yeah, plus Disney owns Marvel now, so it would go to Disney Plus anyway. Agreed. They could uh, send it to Disney Plus. Um but I suspect they make a lot of money on, you know, the box office. And for well, they're making reason. zero money off box office right now. That's true. The box office is shut down. You know, this gut reaction by all the governors and just government in general has been to watch their butts. It's basically everyone was like, "No, everyone come, go to the parks. You know, keep the keep the restaurants open." Da da da. And then two weeks later, it was like, "Oh, we got we got to close everything down." But they weren't yeah. doing it because they really care about us. It's because they're watching. Their next campaign reelection. That's the reason. Yeah, sure. And it's all about. It's doing... not going to do much for the campaign. However, well, here's, if the well, economy is collapsed. Correct, and that's where I was going. This is my advice to all of your, all you bureaucrats, all you politicians out there. Um, what is coming is going to pale in comparison to people being mad at you because you didn't close everything down. If you don't open things back up, people are going to be so pissed. They're going to be so upset and so poor that you, they will bring tarring and feathering back. Right, and that's, seriously, uh, I know people. Well, maybe I don't know people. I know where to buy tar, and I know where to get feathers. <laughs> and the you know the the really what it comes down to is is how easy is it going to be for people, and and each of them have their own circumstance to get whatever relief money they're going to get. I think that's the first and primary thing that the politicians need to worry about. And most of them that are keeping people home are not in charge of distributing the money. There is some reason to believe, as Mark factually points out. That other people have viruses and bacteria and things that you don't. Yes. I don't see it as a problem, though. I don't so, see it as anything to be concerned about. I think you should be able to take the risks that you wish. I don't think that – I think that we have an oppor- a unique opportunity to remove some of the stigma – surrounding people who do not wish to take the same risks. So, for instance, when I was in Hong Kong, people would be wearing masks on the re- on a regular basis. However, at the same time, people in the United States would never consider wearing a mask. I've seen people wearing masks every day. Now? Now. Mean? Yeah. Okay, but, right. But- I'm, I'm talking this, again, I said a unique opportunity, suggesting that this opportunity that we're in right now is unique. Prior to... I was in uh, Hong Kong in December, and in December, I'll bet you weren't seeing somebody wearing a mask every single day. Um, And the reason is, is because wearing a mask in the United States was considered 
sort of socially unacceptable. And if you, especially if you walked into a bank, right? Like I walked into <laughs> a bank recently wearing a uh, hat and a, um, you know, covering my face. You can't do that otherwise. I thought I'd let you guys know that uh, the Free Talk Live crew uh, is not alone in doing uh, right to assemble demonstrations. There's another one going that's been another guy trying to do them in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's Saturday, correct? Well, I don't know if it's it's not. I, we must be thinking about different uh, different demonstrations because this guy is going to be doing a tour around New Hampshire. I guess he's going to go to every you know many many different town halls and demonstrate there or in front of you know good intersections and public spaces, and he's he's inviting you know everyone in the town. To come join him in each case, basically. How how do people get the get a hold of this guy and find out where he's going to be so they can meet up with him? His name is is Christopher Gronsky, uh, and he does he's not using a website for this. He just says go find Christopher Gronsky on Facebook and, and uh, or you know Chris, Chris Christopher Gron, Christopher Gronsky New Hampshire you know something like that. Interesting. We also uh, there was a petition started this morning. I think it was this morning. Uh, it's at uh, reopen New Hampshire new uh, new nh reopennh dot com, and people are basically signing this petition to send to the governor to say, "Hey, look, man, uh, this is not helping anything anymore. We need to be released so we can go back to work and we can open." We if can we're get trying to flatten the lives. curve, the curve's flattened. I don't have any faith in online petitions, but since it only took like 20 seconds, I went ahead yeah, and signed it. Yeah, it's a real easy sign. Just your first name, last name, email, that's it. One of the things that bothers me most about this is the giant disconnect between what actually happened and what people think has happened. Like you have yes. you have banks coming out saying, oh, this and you know financiers and things like that coming out saying, oh, we're about to have a recession worse than the Great Depression because of the coronavirus. But the reality is that it's because of the government right. that that's going to happen. And that is the that happens all of the time that people, for whatever reason, I, and I think it has a lot to do with uh, the, the notion that we're taught in school that we, you were the government. You know, it's government of the people, by the people, for the people, right? Well, that's so, what they want you to believe. I, right, it's a notion, not a fact. <laughs> so... Um, you know that that you people don't want to blame themselves for problems and when the government does something they almost always look at it like well you jump out of an airplane you're going to fall and hit the ground you go up against the government of course the government's going to act stupid so it's your fault for whatever the government does and they blame the victim when it comes to the state doing something and and, and when i and to, to be clear i think this is worth pointing out um you know the the government isn't a isn't anything it's just a bunch of morons that couldn't get a job in the real world okay they couldn't make well, it in the marketplace well that's not entirely true a lot of them did get jobs in the real world but they wanted more money and more power so they got jobs in government in order to increase their status in the real world that happens too people are worst at managing money and just plain old unlucky are going to get stuck in this uh, bankruptcy situation and well, that's that's okay. That's what we're just going to make it easy for everybody. We'll just write off your debts and let you start all over again, and we'll shake our finger at you for seven years, but then everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. So when the when the banks like say you go for a car loan that's like ten thousand dollars, most people have um, the uh, perception that this bank like earned the ten thousand dollars and then just lends it out, but that's not exactly what happens at all. Like they just. Poof, like there's $10,000 now. It just 
comes out of thin air. Like well, it doesn't cost them anything. I mean, especially now with the that kind of money out with the reserve rate being set to zero. Right. So that's they that, can do this an to important an distinction. Is, is is that that up until recently they had to have a certain amount on deposit, Wesley, in order to make that ten thousand dollars, about a ninth of it. Uh, but now they don't have to have anything. They just have to get somebody in there to, you know, a signature creates the money. And then you pay the interest back to the bank who, and that's how they make their money. They don't create the money. The Federal Reserve does. Right. And so since uh, they're giving out <laughs> fake money uh, and they know it's there's going to be people who, uh, well, I mean, you know, phony money, like, you know, it's not like gold or silver or whatever. Apparently some law enforcement officer somewhere in the United States um, had his hand chopped off. Not in the United States. Not, no, no. Oh, well, that's less fun. But Not, Okay, sorry. well, somewhere throughout the world had his hand chopped off by a sword. And that this was correct. done by a protester? Is that correct? Just some guy out who's out and about. Uh, yeah. I think th- well, that's the sad thing that makes him a protester today. I don't know that we have the uh, the motive of the chopper but we do know that the police officer was enforcing coronavirus lockdown so one is led to believe that that is the case get uh let's see it's uh, right here from i got it from newsbreak.com and they've got uh you know the, the lowdown on it from uh, fox news there there is where they got it so A police officer in India underwent more than seven hours of surgery after his hand was hacked off during an attack Sunday while he was trying to enforce the country's coronavirus lockdown. The government of the state of Punjab said on Twitter the horrendous attack happened at a vegetable market in Patalia, located about 170 miles from New Delhi. Assistant sub-inspector Hajit Singh was uh, taking part in a COVID-19 enforcement operation when he tried to stop a group of five men at the market and was attacked with a sword that severed his wrist. At least 15,000 cars and trucks are expected to descend on Michigan State Capitol Wednesday. Right. And in Michigan, they're doing much more than suggesting. And the suggestions are the best case scenario for um, the the government, because then they get to hand down their edicts. Largely, people are complying, and or at the very least, they look like they're complying, because we don't know whether the cars, all the cars I passed, the dozens of cars I passed on the way here were going about essential business or not. Um, and, I don't know or care if they were. Well, like, I know honestly. you don't care, but the, the government, government does. certainly wants everyone to believe that everybody who's out there is on essential business. That way, the people who aren't, aren't out there. The sex shop here in Keene is still open. I mean, there's no, there, there's no logic a statist can put forward that would convince me that by their parameters, a sex store is considered essential. Well, the liquor store is open. We're talking about vices. And That's still, essential. And, and they're still selling lottery tickets. You can have an addiction to alcohol. You think we'll have more babies born in nine months? <sighs> That has been that has been brought up. I think and we'll that, have more divorces. And that's in a one month. of our that's one of our problems, by the way. If you if you talk to the central planners that we're not making enough kids, you know, what if this was? And we know that there are countries out there, South Korea <laughs> you can being one of them. Count on Conan, South to Korea, come one, up with the conspiracy theory. Who the actually, reason they're keeping us home is so that we'll have more kids. I mean, just just <laughs> shutting down everything on a Friday, sending everyone home, and turning the electricity off. That was their plan to uh, to get childbirth up. There was a time in my life when I had more sex by going out on a Friday night than I um, than by staying home. There are some conspiracies that this is all about resetting the economy. 
because it had gotten so it his it is completely out of control so far gone what does that mean out of control the the pension system okay the, an, an inflated dollar uh college debt credit card well, they're, debt they're not fixing an debt. inflated dollar and <laughs> they're not gonna fix that they're inflating to inf- to fix the problem to, so to, to maybe destroy the dollar completely outright so that it can move to the next thing you might convince me that um telemedicine is going to be less costly uh so since the government foresees having to uh, provide medical care that, uh, or at least pay for medical care that, uh, you know, to increase telemedicine, that college is extraordinarily expensive. So having online, sc- and don't forget uh, government gr- schools. Grade, grade school. is right, Grade school is expensive. All these things are expensive. Half, half of my tax bill right there. So it'd be far more efficient if people, uh, you know, were educated online. I might be able to see that, but certainly not fixing the economy. I also, mean, you maybe, can't break it to fix it. Also, maybe preventing... Uh, uh, keeping a lot, a big chunk of the workforce working at home. I think there, there are those who believe that that is the way to go. It is not but, working. Well, um, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Uh, because it just because people just need to be in the same room with each other sometimes, and sure. this, this tele telework stuff doesn't work for everybody. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. A lot of people who have died likely we're going to die in 12 months. And I'm not saying that that's good. I don't want anybody to die, but everybody I'm uh, who's listening to me will. Yes, and back to Fauci, uh, there are plenty of epidemiologists out there who don't necessarily have their hands in the cookie jar and have conflict of interest and are actually working on new vaccines uh, every year uh, and also who are get- receiving funding from Bill Gates. Uh, there are plenty of other options. They don't need Fauci. Fire Fauci. Hashtag Mark whatever. Get rid of him. Well, all of these have some sort of hand in a cookie jar. I mean, even the independent, privately owned researchers out there trying to invent vaccines are just ultimately trying to secure their own jobs. Right. So that's their hands in a cookie jar. And that's a conflict of interest. I mean, that's endemic in the medical industry is this treating a thing is infinitely more profitable than I'm thinking you can find an epidemiologist who doesn't necessarily work for a vaccine company working on new uh, poli- uh, new influenza coronavirus SARS vaccines every year I know they're on the YouTubes I know they exist I don't and there some of them are, pro- are well there popular. are people on YouTube claiming to be epidemiologists certainly I'm I'm thinking the ones that I have seen are actually uh, accredited have you looked into them well, no. I would not take the word of a random YouTuber that they were a licensed physician. Evidently, there is this so-called drive-by demonstration that is happening in Michigan. I don't I don't know the date. It, we haven't gotten that far into the article yet. But the plan is they're going to get in their vehicles and they're going to drive Cons- consume gas. Around. Going to keep the economy they're going to keep the gas industry alive with all the gas that they could guzzle down. Yeah, and I, it, it, I have not seen any indication that they're actually going to get out and like walk around the Capitol or whatnot, or to go go into City Hall. Just going to drive. So I don't know. 
I don't know what their streets look like. Like Mark said earlier, there's plenty of people driving around right in, in our particular neck of the woods. I don't know how bad it is in Michigan. So it's a um, it's a show of force. I have to support it. I'm not saying it's going to be successful, but if done, if if they're lucky, it'll show some force. So let me tell you a very successful situation that occurred here in New Hampshire that I happen to be part of. Um, one of these bureaucrat, one of these uh, politicians that, for whatever reason, just thinks the teachers' union is the greatest. Uh, group of people on earth and wants people to not be able to educate their uh, kids at home and stuff like that. Like, I don't understand what they think, but whatever, they clearly exist. One of these politicians got in there, put in some bill that would uh, highly restrict homeschooling in the state of New Hampshire. It likely never had a chance to pass. And this has probably been 10 years uh, ago, if not more. Um, And I went because I think at the time we didn't even actually have a kid, so it would be more than 12 years ago. History is replete with politicians that have ended up on the wrong side of some, uh, you know, a group of unhappy Mob. people. And we don't have less government as a result. This is also true. There is a, a police officer in India just had his hand hacked off. Problem not solved. Yeah, they arrested all of those seven uh, fugitives, which they were labeled, even though they're probably just guys trying to sell food. Uh, there's sniper guys up on the buildings. These seven are probably, we're probably never going to hear from them again. Yeah, it's a better thing to do to just have everybody leave their house at noon um, and go stand on the st- street next to their house and, t- and start, uh, you know, yelling or screaming or doing something, holding up some sign that they want to be out. Um you know, something. And the issue I have with this with. is that, the, you know, they're staying in their vehicles because they want to maintain social distancing. Sure. And I think that by doing that, they're reinforcing yes. the idea that the government is correct to yes, order people exactly. to stay at home. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, look, it. I don't agree with seatbelt, mandatory seatbelt laws, but I wear my seatbelt. Okay, so. I don't. I do. I do. And I wear a helmet when I ride a bike, too. <laughs> right. And the reason you do is because you wish to preserve your life. When do you uh, not expect to live to, Aria? 50. Okay. Problem solved. Um, so, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to solve problems. I'm not saying, uh, well, for one, you make uh, the road less safe because if you do get an automobile accident, you get catapulted through uh, your window. You can't control your vehicle. So I would say that uh, you know it's still an issue of safety for other people. But regardless, I wouldn't make it a law that you had to wear a seatbelt. Understand that I am taking, to some extent, a devil's advocate position here. Oh, God. In a world where you have a state... One of the main roles, in fact, I will go so far as to say the main role, the main most useful role of that state is to deal with a crisis during a global pandemic. Now, first off, this is not a global pandemic. This is the test for the global pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, this is like when the kid pulls the fire alarm in the school. Um, there isn't a fire just because there's an alarm, okay? And this... So you don't think the COVID-19 is real? Well, obviously it's real, but I think the flu is real too. And a bad case of the the COVID-19, one cannot make a realistic claim that COVID-19 as at this point had any effect greater than a bad case of the flu. And the more tests they make, they have... The, the, the further down those numbers are going. And that statement that I, I, I made is not even radical. If you consider the flu of 1918, um, which wiped out like some large... Six, 60 uh, million, maybe? Yeah, like a whole bunch of people, some large number of people uh, that, well, you know, Corona's not getting anywhere near that. Wasn't even going to touch it. 
anyway. So had Corona let run amuck unchecked, it, it, you know, there was no conjecture that it would do anything like that. I decided to leave Saipan uh, prior to uh, any lockdown because I'm afraid I was afraid of an interstate lockdown. By the way, they stopped all flights going in and out uh, through an agreement with United. So. No, good, but I left on the 23rd of March, and now it's the 14th of, of April. So I've been back three weeks, okay. and it depends on what you call it, but I basically self-quarantined that entire uh, time frame. But I've been self-quarantining for a decade now, um, so it's nothing new to me. I'm not, <laughs> we're not running around trying to shake people's hands. So I would and- say that it started here, at least, with Sununu's stay-at-home order, or the closure of the bars. Suggestion, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the bars closed. They were closed. And I tend to think that even if they didn't close, that the state p- police or the local police still wouldn't be busting into the bars to shut them down. I think they would just be ticketing everyone who came out of that bar and got into a vehicle, no matter how drunk yep. they were. Yep. Because they, cause they're they're not doing anything. So what else are they going to do? Hey, we found out some, some, well, it's easier, some yokels are open. Let's it's go. easier for the state of New Hampshire to make people afraid of the consequences of going to a bar than it would be for them to actually enforce this order by shutting down a bar. That's I, why the sex shop here is still open. I would agree with that. It's just not worth it to them to actually be seen here in New Hampshire as shutting down a business. I don't think they want to do it. Apparently, 568,000 Americans have been infected with COVID-19, which sounds like a scary number. Yeah, but we don't know what percentage of the population that is. We don't know what level of illness those people experience. We can calculate very easily. Uh, it's about a half of a percent. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, what, per- uh, no. what percentage has been tested um, and therefore... Like, what if everybody's got corona? Because everybody's going to get corona, according to what we've been told up to this point about what corona is. There's, you know, there is no plan afoot to prevent people from getting corona. What all they've said is we're going to flatten the curve, meaning that they were going to try to prepare hospitals for this influx of uh, bodies that was supposed to, to, to glut them. So they brought in these mercy ships and these tent hospitals and all that stuff that are sitting empty. Okay, 557,000. Confirmed cases as of today, uh, 22,109 deaths due to COVID. Uh, but that doesn't tell the percentage of people who have COVID that are likely to die. Like, Well, uh, well, at least I have the... It's uh, not a I very high death rate point, in point, any... 0.17% no. of Americans have been infected. 0.007% been infected. 0.007% of of the population have died. Apple and Google are devising a way of creating contact tracing apps that would use Bluetooth technology to monitor whether or not you've been in close proximity to someone who has tested positive for coronavirus. Now at the moment it's worth pointing out that this is considered a voluntary app for now oh this is just how they work it into the system that they've already been tracking you all this time anyways for the last decade this is just when you voluntarily agree to all the tracking that's already taking place you, you, well, sign you already voluntarily agree to it when you use like google In, maps any, or any something app like that. any app you you who has read what they're actually taking advantage of what they're actually tracking your camera and your your uh, gps and the whole nine something and your contacts that's a, that's the first thing you sign off that's why the app is free it's well, not you're you're you are actually giving them 
your data, yeah, which the, is worth, worth lots to them. There are ways to get around all of that, though. How, I mean, uh, how about Google Maps? How do you get around that? Because I, I use it, and I don't know any other get ways, but that's owned by uh, Google. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so how do you get around? And use, I need a map system to, to deliver packages. I'm not surprised uh, if I had some sort of illness that I felt I could probably deal with on my own. At this point in time, I would definitely not go to the hospital. So I imagine that we're seeing substantially reduced cases of people which who is which is probably a lot of people by the way who, cut their who, hands who can, on a rusty nail or whatever they're like I'm just not going to go there because then I I'll get covid right right and even if you had symptoms that might be covid it is it a good idea to go to the hospital? I mean, are you going to be more comfortable there? Are you going to be happier there? Uh, you know, most people who are getting covid are not dying. They're not even needing respirators. And so it it seems like the reasonable thing to do is to go to the hospital an hour or two before you need a respirator. And that's about it. Walk it off, Mark. Well, I don't know whether you can walk it off or not. <laughs> and certainly there's some 49-year-old man out there who's died of uh, COVID-19, probably had a pre-existing condition, but probably one of them, you know, at this point we've got tens of thousands of death. Probably one guy who was 49 years old who didn't have any um, who was in reasonably good shape, wasn't obese, wasn't a smoker, um, you know, these kind of things. He's probably one guy died, but, you know, sometimes that's it. Your number comes up and out you go. Some countries have turned to technological means in an effort to enforce public health authorities to find more people who may have been exposed and to do so more efficiently. But none of these are going to be as effective as having a device in your pocket that monitors whether or not you've been within 15 feet of someone who has been in contact with here's the virus. how they, here's how they're going to fix that if they provide incentives if you can get a discount on your next apple buy or uh whatever google is selling these days uh wh- which insurance company is tracking their guys with their app Pro- progressive has a um has a little device that they put in there put in your car yeah progressive has a, a basically an app that or the device in your car which monitors how fast you go uh, how much you break or how fast you break, uh, all as an incentive uh, to by lowering you know your rates. So if they if if, this, if these two companies could figure out uh, the hook, they can get all kinds of people to install this app so that they can monitor you. I do believe I, you. The three of us. I'm not doing it. Well, the guy with Google Apps. But I mean, uh, I I do believe there are enough Gen Zs out there who are scared out of their minds who will jump all over this just because it's the thing to do. See, I don't even see them having to do that. I think it will just come down as in the next software update, the next operating system update, and it will be something that you have to know is there and something that you have to go in and turn off. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more. All for free at freetalklive.com.